Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody. It is I, your wonderful host. Yes, I, your wonderful host, Rob Zakari, and this is Rob Zakari Show. <sighs> you know, when you have a day like today, you have no idea where to start. How do you unload all the information that we got today? Rather, it's uh, terrorist attacks, rather it's uh, children being raped by illegals, or, or when Trump is proven right. Now, I know we can uh, play games with the Obama wiretap, or my bad, Obama tap wires. But let's face it, when uh, <laughs> when news comes out, and it's funny because CNN is not uh, uh, unbiased, okay? I mean, we've established that on this show countless times. When the information breaks today that uh, Trump and his team, um, well, they were spied on. I mean, they were spied on. When that information came out today, CNN, MSBC, ABC, the media, literally crapped their pants. They didn't know what to do. They really had no idea what to do. And you would think, you would think, well, I take it back. They were prepared for it. Because coincidentally, while this story was getting the traction, while this story had people going, ah, you know, Trump was right. That bastard was right again. He was right again. Remember the whole Sweden thing? The media went after Trump, and then the next day, there were riots. And there continues to be things going on in Sweden. So while this story was starting to get traction, and people were going, you know, Obama, his administration... Tapping wires, incidental, intercepted communication. Uh, you know, the, 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 the guy was right. CNN uh, pulls out, and this is the headline, officials' info suggests possible coordination with Russians. You want to know where the Nunez revelation, (laughs) you want to know where that is? Buried, about five lines down. Instead, it's officials suggest possible coordination with Russia. You know you're desperate. You know you're crapping your 
hands. You know, deep staters and Obama allies. Hell, maybe Valerie Jarrett. They picked up that phone and they called Jeff Zucker and they said, hey, hey, you got to do something. When your headline leads with suggests, suggests, there's no facts there. And if you read the story, it's basically the same old Democrat talking point, except reworded. And then, of course, made into a headline to distract anybody from going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So Trump was right. He, like, he was right? Yeah. So they tapped? No, 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 no. Stop with the tapped. Stop with the tapping wires. You know how Trump talks. You know how Trump talks. Remember last night, I said, if Trump would have just said, hey, I just found out the Obama administration spied on me during the campaign slash after I won, wow, bad stuff, bad stuff. What Nunez came out with today would have made Trump a 100% accurate and factual. We said that yesterday. But because he said, and remember, this is Trump. If you've been following Trump closely for the past 16 months to two years, you know how he talks. But because Trump said Obama and tapped wires, whatever the hell that means, that is what the media focused on. And as long as nobody could prove Obama donned a face mask, gloves, and went into the Trump Towers with an electronic bug and put it in a light socket, then Trump was a cuckoo, a wacko, uh, 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 you know, a nut job. And if you remember, when we broke down the Comey testimony, Comey kept referencing the tweet. So when Adam Schiff said, so did Obama tap Trump Tower's phones? Comey's response was solely based on the tweet. Remember, We broke down yesterday, or the day before, exactly what Comey said. And he even said, reference the tweet. 
in his statement with reference to the tweet, we have not seen anything that would back up the tweet. Remember, word games. All word games. That whole Comey dog and pony show. It was all word games. It was the Democrats going off script, talking points from their script, and Comey playing games. And saying, we had no information, and if you base it off the tweet, it was all based off the tweet. And I told you before, as soon as the media was focusing on the tweet, as soon as they were focusing on Obama, because remember, Obama is the only president in the last three presidents that has no responsibility for any of the departments. So, Fast and Furious, that's not Obama. The IRS uh, harassing conservative group, that's not Obama. A soldier dies, not Obama. The economy good, Obama. Stock market good, Obama. Race relations, not Obama. Corruption on different uh, uh, police forces inside Chicago, killings in Chicago, not Obama. I mean, Obama is, is Jesus. To the Democrats. He's Jesus. To the media. I mean Jake Tapper. Salivates. When he looks at Obama. I told you. Jeff Zucker. It's a cuckold. He does cuckolding. With Obama. That's a source. Okay. A source. Now it's unconfirmed. But a source told me. That Obama will go to Jeff Zucker's mansion and have sex with Jeff Zucker's wife. While Obama calls Jeff Zucker an impotent little white bitch. I'm just saying. It's a source. Unconfirmed. I'm just relaying that. Now, as it pertains to Trump, soldier dies in Yemen, Trump's fault. Okay. Everything's Trump's fault. Healthcare bill, Trump's fault. Everything is Trump's fault. Well, he's the president. Well, what happened Obama? When he was the president, how was nothing his fault? Of course, when Trump says Obama. Immediately, the media goes, Obama. Trump thinks Obama. Obama himself put on the gloves and the hat. And he w- no, 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 no. What Trump was referencing was the administration. 
Obama president, everybody under him, and what they do reflects him. Oh, no, no, that's not how it works. Trump said Obama. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we get it. You're doing everything in your power, the black Jesus, and bring down Trump. We get it. So if Trump would have just said Obama administration, collecting incidental communications, And the other thing I love, when this news comes out, Adam Schiff, I even watch Brian Williams. You know what the talking points are? Ah, you can't believe this. It's partisan. It's partisan. David, New- he's partisan. He's, he's working for the White House. So you can't believe his information. Why? 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 Because of that information, me... Why Why can't you say the same thing uh, about Schiff? Why? Your information can't be trusted. You're a Democrat. You're part of the opposition. See, when it pertains to liberals, it pertains to the media. Fox is right-wing news. Breitbart, right-wing alt-news. Anything that's Republican or conservative... Any of that is right-leaning, alt-right. But CNN, ABC, NBC, that's the news. That's the media. They don't dare call themselves left-leaning news. And if you said to Jake Tapper, the hack, well, you guys are left-leaning news. What are you talking about? So today, when Brian Williams got the news, he said, oh, well, this is partisan. Why is it part? Why, why is that partisan, but it's not partisan for you and Adam Schiff? I've watched Adam Schiff go on numerous, numerous talk shows and make all these connections based on innuendo. How about Maxine Waters going on MSNBC? Talking about all that stuff in the dossier. Yeah, that happened. Not one person on MSNBC. Whether it was Chris Hayes or any of those other liberal flunkies said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, uh, Congresswoman. That, that, you, you can't say that. You don't know. No, they just shook their head. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, why isn't that partisan? Why is it that? What, what is that? So CNN freaked, and they had a plan. Zucker said, you got to roll out the story. And you're like, what's the story? Info suggests. Wow. <laughs> Here's the suggest. Now, those of you who don't know, well, I I hate to say that because you all know. So when Nunez came out and said members of the community incidentally collected 
communications from the Trump transition team during legal surveillance operations of foreign targets. David Nunez said this produced dozens of reports which eventually unmasked several individuals' identities and were widely disseminated. He said none of the reports that he read mentioned Russia or Russians. So you're talking about incidental, incidental communications collected by the Obama administration's intelligence community. And none of it pertained to Russia or Russians. Now, Nunez said he's not sure if the surveillance occurred at Trump Tower. And he said he's not 100% sure if President-elect Trump was captured by the surveillance, which occurred in November December and January. But I can confirm that on numerous occasions, the intelligence community incidentally collected intelligence. I mean, guys, this is huge. Do you see why As soon as all of this came out, CNN said, officials, officials, info suggests possible coordination with Russians. Possible. Possible. So Nunez comes out and says, "Uh, yeah, there there was some, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I got to tell you guys. Yeah, surveillance. uh, And the funny thing is, the funny thing is, we all knew this. I mean, besides the the stories that came out, but besides the stories that, that Breitbart put out and even Levin put out, the BBC, besides those stories, But besides those stories, common sense, common sense. Comey said that they were investigating back in July. Uh Uh-huh. And then Clapper and the assistant to the CIA comes out a week or two ago and says, you know what, Uh, there was no uh, connection between Trump and the Russians. We found no connection between the Trump and the Russians. Now, the only way that can happen is surveillance. Wiretaps. And then when you throw in the fact that the New York Times stories where they referenced wiretaps. So we put all of this information together. Of course, 
there was surveillance going on. Of course, the Obama administration was doing surveillance. Of course. And now we come and find out that, yeah, it happened. Yeah, it happened. So, of course, Adam Schiff, he runs out. And like I said, here's the M.O. This afternoon, Chairman Devin Nunez announced that he had some form of intercepts revealing that lawfully gathered intelligence on foreign officials included information on U.S. persons, potentially including those associated with President Trump or the president himself. If accurate, this information should have been shared with members of the committee. It has not been. The chairman also shared this information with the White House before providing it to the committee. Another profound irregularity. Given that the matter is currently under investigation, I have expressed my grave concerns with the chairman that a credible investigation cannot be conducted this way. So basically, Adam Schiff, the Democrats, and of course, the media were pissed off uh, that Devin went behind their back and went right to the people and said, hey, here's what I found out. Went right to the White House and said, hey, yeah, I guess you're not too crazy. And by the way, the FBI is still not cooperating and giving me the information that I've requested. So, hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. And man, they are doing everything in their power. They are doing everything in their power to put this out. And I mean CNN, MSNBC. (laughs) I mean, they are losing their mind. They don't know what to do. Nunez said he told House Speaker Paul Ryan earlier today, and then he briefed Trump, calling some of the collection inappropriate. Nunez said the NSA has been very helpful during this investigation, however, He was unsure if the FBI is going to comply. He said the surveillance collection was legally collected foreign intelligence under FISA. So now we're back to FISA. We're back to the original stories. Remember. 
the original stories were about FISA. Okay? The original story was about a FISA warrant one time getting turned down because it was about Trump. And it actually said Trump. So then they reworked it, brought it back, took Trump's name off it, and then it was approved. And here's Nunez talking about FISA. I mean, this is huge. This is huge. This is huge. So Nunez gets this information which completely contradicts Comey's testimony to an extent. Remember, Comey was only basing his answers off of Trump's tweet. That's all he was doing. He was basing his answer off the tweet. So this information comes out with Nunez. Everybody's going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, what happens? CNN breaks the news of info suggests possible coordination with Russians. And how does it begin? The FBI has information that indicates associates of President Donald Trump communicated with suspected Russian operatives to possibly coordinate the release of information damaging the Hillary Clinton's campaign. Possibly. That's that that's that's what they're going with. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, this this is some deep state stuff, man. This is deep state stuff. This is some serious deep state stuff. It is. It's no joke. This is some serious deep state stuff. So uh, Nunez goes on and says, uh, the surveillance collection was legally collected foreign intelligence under FISA uh, incidental collection. But Nunez said he was alarmed. The intelligence ended up in reporting channels and was widely disseminated. Nunez said, Like Michael Flynn, additional names were unmasked as well. He said he didn't know the foreign intelligence value the surveillance had and why people would need to know that about the president-elect Trump and his transition team. 
And when somebody said, do you think Trump was spied on? Nunez replied, I'm not going to get legal definitions here, but clearly I have a concern. Now, guys, this is huge, like bigger than huge, like enormously huge, okay? And like I said, liberals are losing their minds. They are beyond freaking out, okay? Like beyond freaking out. That is why. As we speak, CNN's headline leads with possible. They are so freaked that they got to have a story that says possible. Possible coordination with Russians. Isn't that we've been hearing? Isn't that what we've been hearing? Isn't that what we've been hearing for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks? As soon as Hillary Clinton lost, what did we hear for weeks and weeks and weeks? Possible coordination with Russians. We've been hearing this. This is an old story that's been retuned to come out and somehow take people away from the fact that Nunez said, uh, yeah, Trump was under sound. Yeah, 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 he was, he was under surveillance. And then listen to the story. So here it goes. The FBI has information that indicates associates of President Donald Trump communicated with suspected Russian operatives to possibly coordinate the release of information damaging to Hillary Clinton's campaign, U.S. officials told CNN. Possibly coordinate the release of information, which really doesn't make any sense considering the theory is the working theory. Russians hacked John Podesta's email, which is very misleading because somebody fished his account. They fished it. They sent him an email that said, hey, your account's been compromised. You need to change your password. And he went, okay. And then the theory is the hackers hacked the email, they then got those emails and, re- and, and gave them to Julian Assange at WikiLeaks. And then Julian Assange put them up on their site and then everybody went to the site and sifted through the emails and pulled out the juicy stuff. You know, the stuff that has hack tapper crying the Podesta of what he should do, you know, things like that. So 
now I'm trying to figure out this 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 new revelation from CNN because that that's what this is. This is a Jeff Zucker CNN created story to combat the Nuno's uh, uh, revelation today. Now. It's a coordinated release of information to damage Hillary Clinton's campaign with the Trump people. Like, what has to be coordinated? What has to be coordinated? So are, are, are they saying that Trump would get on the phone with Putin and then Putin would go, Comrade, tomorrow I'm going to release the information about the Donna Brazil. So now tomorrow, comrade, you talk about Donna Brazil. Uh, you co- really, really? That that's like the best that the media and the Democrats can do because their 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 house of cards are crumbling. Because let's not forget. Clapper, a week and a half ago, Clapper, a week and a half ago, and the number two man at the CIA, at the CIA came out and said, there's absolutely no of the Trump people colluding with the Russians. No colluding, no evidence, no nothing. And now, all of a sudden, here we are, a week and a half later, after Nunez comes out today and says, uh, yeah, there was some surveillance going on, and the FBI will not give me the information I've been asking for. CNN busts out a story that says, The FBI has information that indicates associates of Donald Trump communicated with suspected Russian operatives to possibly coordinate the release of information damaging to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Now, this contradicts James Clapper. This contradicts the number two guy at the CIA. The story goes on. This is partly what FBI Director James Comey was referring to when he made a bombshell announcement Monday before Congress that the FBI is investigating the Trump campaign ties to Russia, according to one source. The FBI is now reviewing that information, which includes human intelligence, travel business, and phone records, and accounts of in-person meetings, according to those U.S. officials. The information is raising the suspicious, uh, uh, the suspicions of FBI counterintelligence investigators that the coordination may have taken place through officials, uh, may have taken a place, though officials cautioned that the information was not conclusive and the investigation is ongoing. So, interesting, right? Nunez comes out today and says surveillance was done on Trump and it was done 
on his associates, and it was done for the last three months, and it had nothing to do with Russia and the Russians. You even had reporters shouting questions to Trump when he was in a uh, uh, a White House uh, sit-down with, I think, the Congressional Black Caucus, I think, something like that. And they said, do you feel vindicated? Somebody said to Trump, they screamed, do you feel vindicated? Trump said, well, yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of, kind of, I, I kind of do, yeah. And he was low-key about it. So that comes out, and now CNN puts out a story that says the information is raising the suspicions of FBI counterintelligence investigators and the coordination uh, that may have taken place. Though officials cautioned that the information was not conclusive, that the investigation is ongoing. So if what they have is not conclusive and they don't know if this took place, why would this story come out? Think about that. Why would this story come out if the story is about information that's not conclusive and may have coordinated with Russia. So this story is a story of maybe, not sure. Why would it come out? Why would this be a breaking news story on the exact same day that Nunez came out and said, yes, Trump and his people were spied on? And the spying had nothing to do with a Russian investigation. Don't you find this a, 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 a little troubling? Don't you find this a little troubling? <laughs> ah! Listen, liberal douchebags. Let me throw this at you. When you're the president, okay, stupids, when you're the president, the Justice Department, uh, the military, everything falls under your watch. The IRS. So if anything happens with them, that is no different than it happening with you. Remember that liberal, a soldier died in an operation in Yemen. Whose fault was it? Trump's fault. It was plastered all over the news. Trump's fault, Trump's fault, Trump's fault. If the FBI had Trump under surveillance and they have wiretaps and they have incidental information, all of those things fall under Obama. So when Trump said Obama, then it was the FBI. Everybody is under the president of the United States. And don't you think for one second 
that if this was going on with a Republican president, nobody would be playing the game of, oh, well, they said ex-president. And it was really the FBI. And there's, you know, hey, that's all independent. It's not independent. We all know it's not independent. And if you're so effing delusional to think it's independent, go take some Valium. Do something. Continue with the CNN BS. Because don't forget, the story comes out. They interrupt all their programming. Go breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. And then they put commentator after commentator to go on there and talk about, oh, see, look. Look at the connections. They put Maggie Haberman. They put all these liberal hack reporters. Carl Bernstein. Remember, Carl Bernstein's kid is the one that was at a fashion show telling people that Melania Trump's a hooker. And he's a reporter. He's a hack reporter, just like his dad. Who's been living off the Watergate story, which would never have been exposed if it wasn't for Deep Throat. Carl Bernstein's like the right said Fred of reporters. He really is. He's got one hit to his name, and he's been riding that for the last 40 years. So let me continue. The CNN story says the information is raising suspicions of FBI counterintelligence investigators that the coordination may have taken place, may have taken place, though officials caution that the information was not conclusive and that the investigation is ongoing. So this is, this is nothing. They wrote a story to tell you, hey, this might have happened. They don't know. But don't, don't pay attention to the fact that Trump was under surveillance. So don't pay attention to the fact that uh, Nunez came out and said three months Trump was under surveillance. His people were under surveillance. It had nothing to do with Russia. People were unmasked. A lot of troubling things happened. CNN saying, forget about that. Forget about that. Forget about that. And remember, you realize all of this stems from a fake dossier by an admitted liar. Like, like the, the guy who compiled this is a liar. He's a scam artist. This all started when this dossier was created. This was all, this whole FBI thing started. And in order for all of this stuff to get rolling, the Obama administration knew. The Obama the Obama Justice Department knew. 
Susan Rice knew. I mean, to watch that twat go on TV and talk about how dangerous it is for this administration to, to go out and lie. Remember, this is the woman who, who lied on every single talk show about Benghazi. Oh, a tape did it. This happened because of this tape. These people, they saw this video and they went crazy. Their styles. Ah, it was a lie. It was a lie. And here's this twat bag. This, this super twat bag saying, oh, this administration can't go out and lie. They, they, well, this is dangerous for the country. Dangerous. Dangerous. Between that monster lie and the monster lie of Oh, we didn't pay ransom for hostages with Iran? What are you talking about? That's ludicrous. And then all of a sudden, a week later, we find out uh, the soldiers, the hostages, could not leave until the money was, was on the tarmac. So basically... They didn't go, or we didn't give them money, and then a week or two later, the hostages left. It was literally, here's the money touches down, here's the hostages leave. There's a ransom! I mean, they, they got balls on them. Democrats got balls. They really do. Big balls. And they only have these balls because they control the media. That's all. They didn't control the media. Ay, ay, ay. They're, 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 like the, they're like the big mouth, a-hole, dwarf, garbage face in high school that just talks smack because... You know, he, he's got a, a big brother that backs his play, or he's got a, a big six-foot-four dummy like of mice and men that backs his play. And he never goes anywhere without that bodyguard, without that person watching his back. And that's the Democrats. Because without controlling the media, without controlling Hollywood, without controlling a, a, a message... They're nothing because their policies suck. They're warped. They're, they're wacko. Their people that represent them suck. They didn't control the media. If they didn't control the message to tell you you're a freak, you're a wacko, you're a, a, a homophobe because you don't want a guy in a dress, in a girl's bathroom. But they control the message, they control the media, and they control the messaging. So after drilling that in your head, you feel ashamed for acting normal, for going, you know, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know about this. this, is, this is what, you homophobe. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, come on, man. We get this this Nuno's bombshell today. And while 
going on, we get a story from CNN that is full of may have, don't know. It even says one of the obstacles the sources say the FBI is facing is finding conclusive intelligence that there was communications between Trump associates and Russians. So, again, this story is, is a nothing story. One of the obstacles is the FBI finding conclusive intelligence that communications between Trump and the Russians. And then it goes on to say, last July, hmm, last July, Russian intelligence agencies began orchestrating the release of hacked emails stolen in a breach of Democratic National Committee and associate organizations, as well as email accounts belonging to Clinton campaign officials. The Russian operation was in part focused on the publication of so-called fake news stories aimed at undermining Hillary Clinton's campaign. But FBI investigators say they are less focused on the coordination and publication of fake news stories, in part because those publications are generally protected free speech. Okay, again, a real nothing part of the story. The release of the stolen emails, meanwhile, transformed an ordinary cyber intrusion investigation into a much bigger case handled by the FBI's counterintelligence division. FBI counterintelligence investigators are notoriously lengthy and often involve some of the U.S. government's most highly classified programs, such as those focused on intelligence gathering, which can make it charges without exposing those programs. Investigators continue to analyze material information from multiple sources for any possible indications of coordination, according to U.S. officials. See this? There's possible. They're looking for possible. This is the story. Director Comey in Monday's hearing refused to reveal what specifically the FBI was looking for or uh, who they're focusing on. U.S. officials said the information, and this is another telling I'm telling you, it's like the media and the Democrats, what they do is they, they, they know what they did was, was effed up, okay? They, they know everything they're doing is a big BS lie. And as their lie gets exposed, they listen to the people on the right that are exposing their lies. So then they go back and try to cover their lies. Now, remember what I said in the beginning of this segment. Before I started reading this article, I referenced the dossier and how this entire FBI investigation started. So listen to what the last paragraph of the CNN story is. U.S. officials said the information was not drawn from the leaked dossier 
of unverified information compiled by a former British intelligence official compiled for Trump's politi- from Trump's political opponents. The dossier also suggested coordination between Trump campaign associates and Russian operatives. So Jeremy Diamond, douchebag, liberal, activist, CNN, half-ass reporter, puts that in because for days and days and days and days and days, weeks, all of us on the right have been saying, guys, this whole BS story was started because of the dossier. The FBI started their investigation because of the dossier. Remember, the thing that got buried, John McCain got handed the dossier, which then in turn, he handed it off to the FBI. Because he felt it was important. (gasps) So all of us on the right have been saying, you guys, you guys are basing all of this BS off of a made up uh, political hack butcher job. By, by, by political operatives who, who, the CIA's number two man a week ago said he didn't believe the dossier the minute he heard about it because the fact that people were paid. The fact that uh, the uh, British intelligence uh, officer never met the people that were giving the information in person. Everything was secondhand. Everything was set up through intermarriage. So for weeks, we've been talking. And what does Jeremy end this story with? Oh, by the way, the U.S. official, you know, the, the anonymous source. So this is somebody... Inside the government. That's not going on record. Why? Put your name to this. Why won't you put your name to this? If this is all true, put your effing name to it. What does Jeremy Diamond say? U.S. officials said the information was not drawn from the leaked dossier. Oh, okay. We got it. Make sure you put, this story was written because of what happened with Nunez. This story was written because they got nothing. And slowly but surely, these deep staters, these Obama acolytes are starting to get exposed. The wall is starting to close in on them. When Nunez is talking about the FISA, which is what we've been hearing about for weeks and weeks and weeks. When Chuck Grassley's saying to the FBI, hey, we want some information. Give us this information. And the FBI's not responding. 
And when people go back and watch the Comey testimony, and he's being cute with his words, saying, well, in reference to Trump's tweet, and he keeps repeating that, reference to the tweet, to make sure as more information comes out, he doesn't get hit for perjury because he will say, I was referencing the tweet. Look at, look at my testimony. Tweet. The walls are starting to close in on the CNNs, the MSNBCs, the ABCs, Democrats, Hollywood, the rest of the media. The walls are starting to close in on them. When they wake up in the morning and there's a terrorist attack, okay, another terrorist attack coming off the heels of the Trump administration saying, hey, we got to ban devices, you know, we've got some information, and CNN and the rest of the media is going, oh, Trump's banning devices, making everybody's life hell. You can't fly on an airplane without your back. What a miserable effing time this is. And CNN's doing an entire story and having people email and, and, and call their whatever line to, to vent and say, oh, F you, Mr. Trump. What are my kids going to do for 10 hours? CNN doesn't do a story about intelligence and information about the, the bombs to be in the computers. No. So what happens this morning is a terrorist attack. And the media and the Democrats go, oh, Jesus, no. I mean, it was all about possible terrorism. We're not sure. You're not sure. <laughs> a car crashes into people. A guy jumps out, starts stabbing people, and you're like, ah, we're not sure, maybe terrorists. Yeah, it's a fucking terrorist attack. It's what's been going on. They didn't want to say it. They didn't want to say it. They're like, oh, we just did a whole story. We just blasted everybody with Trump and his administration overreacting. And, oh, now we have a terrorist attack. You have the girl, little girl getting raped by illegals over in Maryland. And the media's like, oh, no, no, a girl being raped by illegals. God, no. And then two hours later, Nunez comes out and goes, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was some surveillance being, yep, there definitely was surveillance going on, and it had nothing to do with Russia. We're not too sure why this is going on, but I'm a little uncomfortable with it. So you got those three things happen. So what does CNN do? All they can do. All they can do. Zucker hits them up. So uh, uh, maybe Valerie Jarrett hit Zucker up and said, you got to do something, you got to do something. So Evan Perez, Pamela Brown, Diamond, 
They put together a story. They go right into breaking news. And the story is is nothing. It's associates may have coordinated with Russians. And there's absolutely nothing new. There's not one breaking news development in it. It's, oh, we got to caution you that the information's not conclusive and the, and the investigation is still ongoing. Well, then, well, well, but let us refresh you about a bunch of stuff. And then it keeps going buried. The FBI cannot yet prove that collusion took place. So what is this story? What is this story? You're, you're telling us something that the Democrats have been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. The Trump people colluded with the Russians. Do you have proof? No, not yet. Well, James Clapper said there was no collusion. Ah, F him. That's what he said last week. We have new information today. No, you got information today because a whole bunch of stuff hasn't been going your guy's way today. Black Jesus is now ah, not looking too good. Again, I repeat. A week and a half ago, James Clapper said there was no proof that collusion between the Russians and Trump took place. The number two guy at the CIA said there was absolutely no proof that collusion took place. Absolutely none. Story from CNN on today with a whole bunch of stuff that don't make Democrats look good. And the story says the FBI cannot yet prove that collusion took place. So basically the story saying what Clapper and the number two guy at the CIA said a week and a half ago. There's no proof that collusion took place. And this story says the FBI cannot yet prove that collusion took place. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And it shows you. I say it again. It shows you. I repeat, the media, Democrats, Obama acolytes are freaking out because the jig is up. The jig is up. They know they're being exposed. They know they're on the verge of getting caught. And they know uh, some of them are going to go to jail. Some of them are going to go to jail. Huge. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We'll be right back after these effing words. Yeah. Uh. Build a wallet. She's got 10 feet higher. Build a wallet. She's got 10 feet strong. Build a wallet. She's got 10 feet
right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. That was one of our good friends, Baked Alaska. And that's uh, just want to make America great. He just wants to have a Trump steak on his plate. <laughs> uh, all right, so listen. We touched on it uh, a little in the beginning of the uh, program because, it, like I said, when the CNN story broke tonight, obviously, um, you know why. So let me throw this at you. And again, I've said this, I don't know how many times. When you talk to um, people that love illegals and they're very, very upset when anybody talks about deporting illegals. And the minute you say, well, look at these uh, crimes, and they say, well, if you look at the statistics, illegals make up uh, such a small portion of crimes that actually are committed in the United States. And you got to look at them and go, well, if one crime is committed, it's too many. Because if you're here illegally and you commit a crime, that could have actually been prevented and I always bring up uh, the example of you uh, you know going a a, a, a certain routine or, or you know a, a, a certain uh, schedule every day and you deviate from that schedule and something bad happens. And you reflect and you go, man, if I would have just did what I've done 75,000 times before, that bad thing wouldn't have happened. And another example I use is when you have an American kill somebody. Maybe a, a woman kills her husband and, and pours bleach down his throat. There's nothing you could do about that. It's one of those things that happen. There's bad people, bad Americans. And it's unpreventable. You have an illegal you have somebody that's not supposed to be here. I don't care if they're dreamers. It doesn't matter. If there's somebody that is here illegally and they're not supposed to be here, any crime that they commit that affects anybody else is something that could have been preventable. You could have stopped that. If they never came, or uh, that person they killed when they were drunk driving wouldn't have been dead. You can't say that 
for Bob Jones, who gets drunk at Applebee's, gets in his car, and goes and kills someone. But somebody that's here illegally, especially somebody that's here illegally, gets arrested and then gets released, gets arrested again, and then gets released, and then they go and kill somebody or rape somebody. That makes it even ten times worse. Because if they would have been deported the first time, then that person would still be alive or that person wouldn't have been raped or, or whatever. So, yeah, when you're looking at the crime statistics and you go, oh, well, these crimes committed by illegals are so much smaller than crimes committed by Americans. Yeah, but the Americans are supposed to be here. You, you were born here. You know, you're, you're, you're Dylan Ruff. You're, you're just whatever, whether you're poor white trash or you're, you're rich trash or, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 inner city black kid or uh, a rich black kid. But you were born here. There's nothing we could do. This, is, this isn't minority report. We don't know when you're going to, like, you know, go off the reservation and do something bad. But an illegal isn't supposed to be here. That we know we can stop. You're not supposed to be here. Get out. Oh, we caught you doing a crime? Okay, now you're, not, you're gone. We don't let you go. We don't let you go to do another crime. Are you nuts? So it doesn't matter how small that crime is. Go tell the parents of the 14-year-old girl in Maryland who was raped by a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old illegal. Who was going to school with these individuals? Go tell those parents. Go tell that little girl's parents. Hey, I know this is bad, but we can't crack down on illegals. Because you got to just put this rape... Into that bucket of A small percentage of crime You don't want to clamp down On illegals You know, you know, come on That's silly Just one little rape Come on It's just one little rape Go tell those parents that You know, I mean just Listen to this just insanity. So the girl's 14 years old, and she's in school and in class with a 17 and 18-year-old. Why? Well, because, A, they're not smart. (laughs) You know, I mean, they're, they're illegals. So, of course, they're many, many grades behind. And because of the system that 
the Democrats have set up, A, they don't get deported, and B, they're allowed to go to school. Persons under the age of 21 years of uh, old must be admitted to school under Maryland law. And a Supreme Court decision prohibits schools from denying education based on immigration status. Montgomery County Public Schools does not require information on immigration status. And that the school staff should avoid asking about students' status citing decision. That's effing insane. That's effing insane. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. And while this whole debate is going on, Maryland is trying to figure out if they want to be a sanctuary city or not. I, 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't understand how anybody can defend illegals and the notion that the crime is acceptable. And how a 17 and 18 year old illegal can be in the same class as a 14 year old girl. I, I, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's perplexing. Seriously, it's perplexing. Eh. I don't know. I mean, it's it's sad. It's sad. What do you say to that little girl? What do you say to her parents? What do you say? And again, for the people that go, yeah, but she could have been raped by American students. You're 100% right, and there was nothing you could do about it. But if she's raped by people who are not supposed to be here, that's something that can be prevented. And see, that's the thing that some people don't get. And I, and I understand crime. I, I get it. Crime is going to happen because people are evil and they're bastards. I get that. But when crime is committed by illegals, that is something that can be prevented. And what I never understand, and what I never understand, is for Democrats who are so crazy wanting gun legislation. Because their concept is, well, if you banned 
high-powered rifles, you you ban assault weapons, then you're not going to have the killings that you have. So if uh, the Newtown kid, if, if he's not able to get his hands on an assault weapon, then he wouldn't have done the crime. And if you say, yeah, but what about a knife? What about just a handgun? Well, then the carnage would have been a lot less to the point where maybe nobody would have been killed because you have a 12-shot, you know, uh, 9mm or whatever the hell it is. I'm not a big gun nut. And if you take that same logic from Democrats who want to ban guns because that's going to stop Mass shootings and, and, and theater murders and all of the things that have happened. That same logic should apply to when a crime is committed by an illegal that winds up with rape, child molestation, murder. It's, it's, it's the same concept. If you get out the illegals, yeah, you're not going to stop crime. But you'll stop the crime that's committed by illegals. Liberals, Democrats, the media, they, they don't look at it that way. Because they're focused on uh, the nine-year-old girl from Aleppo. Who's, you know, covered in soot. Or the little fat. 12-year-old from Guatemala, a little fat girl from Guatemala, selling oranges on the street. See? Me and my oranges. And they go, look, these are the illegals. These are the refugees. How dare you? How dare you? Oh. They don't focus on the 17 and 18-year-old illegals that raped the 14-year-old girl. They, they, they don't focus on the illegals that are out drunk driving, that get into accidents and kill people. I mean, drunk driving accidents out here in Los Angeles by illegals? Ugh. Hundreds. Hundreds. So the next time you're sitting there with one of your liberal hipster douchebag friends and they're like wearing their sweater in the middle of the summer, you know, smoking a long cigarette and they're like, I just I I just don't understand why we have all these guns. And and if we could just get rid of the guns, we wouldn't have all these murders and then go, what do you feel about? Illegal immigration. Oh, they're just here because they want to make a better life. And then break down what I said. Okay, well, if getting rid of XYZ guns is going to stop all these murders and death, wouldn't the same go for illegal uh, immigrants who commit crime? Wouldn't, Wouldn't you save lives? Wouldn't you save little 14-year-old girls' innocence? And then watch them go, uh, 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 
They just stumble and mutter on themselves. Liberal positions, I told you before a thousand times, they're they're junk. They're they're not they're not based in logic. I mean, granted, I'm not saying every conservative or Republican, you know, theory or position is the most sound, but it's a lot more sound than a liberal's position. Liberals give you a position and you go, what the what? At least a Republican's position if it's a little questionable, you're just like, I, I, I don't follow you. Could, could you give that to me again? And you might not go along with it, but you at least can walk away understanding it. I mean, it's just like the whole uh, tranny bathroom debate. And when you say, oh, what about the girl? Who's in the bathroom and a dude walks in with a dress on, takes out his ding dong, or is looking at the girl, or the girl feels like, a, oh, you're just being extreme. Why am I being extreme? Can that happen? Yes, but please. Put that as they smoke the cigarette. Please. But wait a minute. <laughs> But it can happen. It's it's a it's a real argument. Your your argument is not real. Your argument is just calling me a homophobe. My argument is legit. Can somebody put on a wig and a dress and walk into a girl's bathroom? Can somebody do that? You have to answer yes. You can't answer, yes, but, no, no, there's not a a yes, but. Liberals suck. Their logic and the rationale for things suck. And where we are as a country, all the problems that we have, small and big, are all because of liberals. They're all because of liberals. They're all because of liberals and they're because of the media. And the fact that the media and the liberals are one and the same. That's it. And just because we beat them on this election cycle, as far as the presidency, just because we beat them, David Slade Goliath doesn't mean we're going to do it all the time. Because you see, they're hell-bent. They are hell-bent on destroying Trump. Hell-bent. They, they are hell-bent on making sure is done, is gone. And we touched a little on this yesterday. Touched a little on it yesterday as far as when Trump says we need to cut this, 
We need to cut that. We need to do this. We need to do that. And if this machine, if our country, this machine still operates and the world hasn't exploded, that it opens the eyes of the American people and they go, huh, well, I guess we didn't need these 3,000 employees there. And I guess we didn't need these 1,000 employees there. And I guess we, we didn't need, wow, we've been doing this for the last 25 years? Oh, my God. I mean, how many times did you hear, in order to run for president, in order for any office, you need to have the most money? It's all about the money. If you can't raise the money, then you're doomed. You've got to have the money. If you don't raise the money, you're doomed. If you don't talk this way, you'll never succeed. You're doomed. If you don't follow a certain ideology, you're doomed. And all of a sudden, Trump blew everything up. All of a sudden, Trump blew everything up. <laughs> and, and, it, and, and it's killing them. It's killing them. It's, it's killing them. It kills them that their polls now are, are no good. That's why you say, this poll says this, and this poll says that. They're killing them that those polls are, are, are useless. It kills them that those polls are useless. Kills them. Absolutely kills them. All of this, you don't understand, all of this it kills them. When the liberals wake up in the when the media wakes up in the morning and there's a terrorist attack, kills them. When little girls raped by illegals, kills them. When a congressman comes out and goes, yeah, 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 Trump was, uh, <laughs> it kills them. When there's riots in Sweden after Trump says, hey, man, there's problems in Sweden. And the media coordinates an attack of epic proportion. The day before on Trump, calling him an idiot and a moron, and then riots strike. Oh, it kills them. <laughs> it kills them. I mean, it kills them. They, they just don't. It kills them. Right now, CNN, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, right now, they're all sitting there going, okay, oh, we put out the story. Of uh, the FBI now, uh, 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 you know, coordinating and uh, Trump people, even though it's it's complete BS and it goes against everything that we've all been saying. Okay, what are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do tomorrow? What do we do tomorrow? That's what they're doing right now. They're trying to figure out what to do tomorrow. They're trying to figure out what to do tomorrow. They're like, oh, please. Oh, Jesus, God, please. <laughs> what do we do? Uh, what, what do we do? What do we do? So they, they don't know what to do. But I'll tell you what to do. Someone needs to call up the 
the officials in Maryland and say, hey, listen, stupids. Listen to me. You need to uh, put your foot down on the illegals or you're going to have some more rapes going on. Hi, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. Listen to me. We'll be right back. Don't go away. It's it, Listen to Hillary Clinton talk about hot sauce in her swag bag. And then I want to go over this uh, Gorsh, this, 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 again, confirmation, but this talking point by the media of the fact that um, Gorsh is... Um, it, it th- this nomination is is being stolen from Obama. Chris Matthews did it yesterday, and now everybody's favorite late night uh, hack, Seth Meyers, is doing it today. And they seem to, they just seem to be forgetting um, Joe Biden's own words, but. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Listen to Hillary Clinton talk about hot sauce. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just... sauce. Really? You... Yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> 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 hot sauce in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, seriously, hot sauce. So I've been I've been eating a lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down. A I need. Hot <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Zakari. It's the Rob Zakari. Uh, show. So uh, Seth Meyers is calling, and it's just like uh, Chris Matthews also, but they are saying that um, the Supreme Court uh, nomination of Neil Gorsh is one of the greatest thefts in modern politics, and that the Republicans and Trump stole a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court from President Obama. And it's funny. And then I'll conclude. Fundamentally, these hearings, this is more after Seth Meyers said, lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court from President Obama. Fundamentally, these hearings are awkward because we're in the unprecedented, unprecedented situation of a president trying to fill a stolen Supreme Court seat while under the cloud of an FBI investigation. If the shoe were on the other foot, Republicans would stonewall for four years. Again, liberal talking point, media liberal talking point, which is Supreme Court pick was stolen from Obama. That's not the case. When Obama was president, Nobody stonewalled. Nobody stopped. Nobody did any of that as it pertained to Sadia Sutamayara Elaine K. 
Kagan. President of the United States wins. As Obama famously said, there's consequences for elections. He got those two Supreme Court nominees through. You do not get a Supreme Court pick on the last eight months of an eight-year term because a Supreme Court justice unexpectedly craps the bed, literally craps the bed on a hunting trip. Now, you could say that's a, uh, a Republican rule. You could say it's some crazy thing that Republicans made up, but Biden said it. Joe Biden invoked that rule. You're talking about a presidency and his beginning term. You cannot say that this was stolen. Absolutely cannot say it was stolen from Obama. The Republicans are doing exactly what Biden said. No different than the nuclear option. Remember, it was Harry Reid that invoked, you only need 51 votes. That's all you need. You only need 51 votes to confirm cabinet appointees. You only need 51. And a matter of fact, you only need 51 for the Supreme Court. That's all you need. Nowhere in the Constitution, nowhere do they talk about Supreme Court picks and cabinet picks and, and, and federal judge picks saying you need 60 votes. That, that's a basic gentleman's Senate hey, we want to do this so the other side doesn't feel completely demoralized, dehumanized, whatever. But it's always been a simple majority. Always. Harry Reid came out and said, you know what? I'm doing away with that, but I'll still keep it in place for the Supreme Court. Well, now all of a sudden the Democrats freaked out because it's a 51 simple majority for cabinet picks. And they're freaking out because Republicans are saying, you know what, we might invoke that for the Supreme Court pick. You can't do that. Well, Harry Reid did it. Harry Reid abruptly, out of the blue, went, hey, Instead of 60, I'm going to go to 51. And everybody was like, you can't do that. And he went, "Mm, yeah, I can. There's no rule against that. But you know what? 
I'll keep the Supreme Court in place. How's that? Well, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. I'm doing it. F you. Just Harry Reid doing that was a monster, monster move, a big F you move to the Republican. So, why can't the Republicans invoke that on the Supreme Court? Why not? Harry Reid did it. Harry Reid did it. He changed the rules. So, Republicans should change the rules. See, Democrats, because they're so, they're, they're just, they're, 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 there's a mental deficiency with Democrats. I'm telling you, liberals, Democrats, there's a mental deficiency. Just like Chris Matthews and now Seth Meyers going, oh, it was stolen. It was stolen. No, it wasn't stolen. They all had a, a gentleman's senator agreement that you don't pick a Supreme Court justice during the campaign season. You don't do it. The whole debate was uh, 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 when Bush was president. Because there were rumors that Bush was going to get a pick in that last year. There were rumors that somebody was going to retire. There were rumors that, hey, you know what? We got a shot that we might not win. So we better have somebody retire. So we can get one of our picks in there. Because what if we don't win? In the minute the Democrats caught wind of this, there was a big debate on the floor where it was, hey, listen, uh, nah, nah, you you know, uh, you can't can't have a Supreme Court pick during an election year. Can't do it. And everybody went, "Yeah, yeah, 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 okay. That is a fact. Liberal douchebags who say, oh, I don't believe you. Does anybody believe you? Look it up, jerk off. Put your little sweater down that you wrapped yourself in. Take your wig off, okay, you, 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 you tranny. Go look it up. Look it up. The Biden rule. Look it up. There's YouTube video of it. Look it up. These are facts. So when Seth Myers, the world's biggest douchebag, says this is a theft, he's able to get away with that because he says it. And the rest of the douchebag media echoes it. And if you keep saying it over and over programs, the low information voter is going to believe it. 
the low information voter is going to go, yeah, yeah, it must be. It's a big fat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But this is what we have to deal with. This is what we have to deal with. Liberals. Ugh. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. Don't go away. We'll be right back to wrap everything up. 2015, during a press conference, Secretary Clinton assured us her private email server was secure, saying the server was on private property guarded by the Secret Service. Now, this would be laughable if it wasn't so serious. I know, you know, my constituents in eastern Iowa know you don't need to be a cat burglar to hack into an email server, and you don't need a cloth to wipe a server clean. One would think that a former United States senator, one would think that a former Secretary of State would know this as well. Would you agree with that statement? You would think, although as I said before, one of the things I've learned in this case is that the Secretary may not have been as sophisticated as people assume. She didn't have a computer in her office at the State Department, for example. So I I don't think, so I would assume the same thing about someone who had been a Senator and a high-ranking official. I'm not sure it's a fair assumption in this case. All right, we're back. That was, uh, that was that was that was Mr. Deep State himself, James Comey. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Deep State himself, James Comey. <laughs> Amazing. I, we normally don't do sports stories. Uh, eh, once in a while, but we had talked about Colin Cabernet. Uh, before, uh, and I seen that um, Spike Lee, everybody's favorite. You know, Spike Lee's kind of like the Al Sharpton of Hollywood. He he really is. He's kind of like Al Sharpton of of of. Hollywood. But Spike Lee says it's 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 mad fishy that Colin Kaepernick has not been signed. It's mad fishy. Mad fishy that he's not been signed. <sighs> well, listen. Put Kaepernick and what he did on the... Just put it to the side for a minute. Kaepernick was, was, was horrible. I mean, he had the one good season. He, I mean, he had one good season. And... Literally, overnight, his skills eroded. I, I mean, seriously, like, eroded to the point where you're like, what What happened? How, how did he get so bad? Now, yes, you could say, well, the Niners weren't really that good. The, the Niners weren't, you know, as good as they were that Kaepernick was looked at as um, Russell Wilson's equal. Yeah, but 
what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm a pretty big football fan, and, and you know, uh, I like the expert analysis, but who've had their team kind of get stripped from them, so then they've had to uh, fight through a crappy season. But the quarterback doesn't wind up completely losing all of his skills. Normally what happens is you have a team that gets decimated by injuries or, um, uh, you know, trades. But you still play the level that you've always played, but you just don't get those breaks. So maybe your offense or 24 points and you still pass for 70 yards, 260 yards. Maybe you rush for a touchdown, but your defense gives up 45 points because the defense is like the worst piece of You know, it was like backup who happens to play for a team with a great coach and a great nucleus, and the starter goes down, and they put the backup in, and as long as the backup does exactly what the coach says and, and, and follows everything to the T, they win, and the quarterback looks like the second coming of that starter. And then free agency happens, or, uh, you know, the, the, the next year happens, and that backup gets signed by a team who goes, oh, my God. Oh my God! We need. Oh, we're gonna get him. We're he's he's gonna be the franchise of our team. And then that quarterback is exposed as not being that good, and he was only good because of the system. He was only good because of the coach. He was only good because of the nucleus around him, and he wasn't asked to carry a team on his shoulders because he's not that good. And that's what Colin Kaepernick is. He's the quintessential Brock Oswagler. He's the quintessential Matt Castle. Remember, Kaepernick was in that Harbaugh 49ers team. Remember, 49ers were, I'm not talking about the era of the Niners winning. I'm not talking about the Walsh era. I'm not talking about the Seaford's. I'm talking about the, the Singletary era, okay, and, and, and on. They brought Harbaugh in, and he tuned the team up, gave it an identity, created an offense and made Colin Kaepernick a star. 
It was the Harbaugh system. Now, I'm not saying Harbaugh's the greatest coach in the world. There are coaches that create a system, and that system wins. And when they lose, that same team, I mean, when they leave, that same team completely falls apart. So, when Spike Lee goes, it's fishy. It's not that fishy. Kaepernick just sucks. I mean, he really does. He's not the quarterback of the Jim Harbaugh 49ers. Now, when you throw in his little kneel-down bulls crap, then he's just toxic. He's just toxic. But there were players. There were players. And I'm not talking about white players who had an agenda to attack Cabernac. But they were black football players that throughout the season were dumping on Cabernac over his skills. One of the Buffalo Bills cornerbacks, or safety, said Kaepernick had an arm that, like garbage. He even did an interview and was like, yeah, dude, he's, he's, he has no arm. He had no arm. Like, he was surprised of who Kaepernick was today versus the 49ers Kaepernick with Harbaugh. So you had players that weren't white, that were dumping on Kaepernick's skills. So there's nothing fishy. It's not like the – listen, if the kid had mad skills – seriously, if if the kid was Tom Brady, if the kid was – and for those of you who are like, oh, no, give – okay, if he was Ben Roth. Uh, if he was uh, uh, Russell Wilson, if he was them, wouldn't have mattered if he took a dump on the American flag, okay? He'd be signed. It, 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 listen, look at Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he got suspended. But Adrian Peterson he beat the hell out of his kid with a stick. Greg Hardy. He was with the Cowboys the next year. If you're good, all right, and, and, and we could go to Ray Lewis, for heaven's sake. Ray Lewis was involved in a, in a homicide. However you want to look at it, Ray Lewis was involved in a homicide. Rather, he lied in court. Whatever it was, he was involved in a homicide. All right? He was in a limo, fled the scene. People were killed. There was blood on him. There was a... And guess what? He still played for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he still works for ESPN. Don't matter. If you have mad skills, A team, an organization will overlook anything 
that happens with you. Doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter if you're black. Don't matter if you're white. So this whole fishy thing on Colin Kaepernick, the way the owners and the coaches look at it, they go, that's baggage. But you know what? That's baggage that is no different than beating your kid with a stick, throwing your girlfriend on a bunch of loaded guns. That, that's baggage we can live with. If the guy is the number five quarterback uh, in the NFL, you got baggage and you're a crappy quarterback, forget about it. Nobody's going to roll with you. Nobody's going to roll with you. No different than when, when these players fail drug tests. If they're a superstar player, the organization, everybody works with them. If you're a half-ass player, nobody gives a crap about you, and you get cut loose. It's always been, even in business, even in school, even in your family. You got a brother, you got a sister. You could be the straight-A student. You could be the perfect kid, and you got a brother and a sister who are horrible in school. They, 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 they're, just, they're just dog crap, and you all could do the, the exact same mess up. You know, curfew, violation, whatever. And the model student, the model child is going to get least punished than the other two. That's life. So, there's nothing fishy. Al Sharpton of of movie, Spike Lee, uh, needs to just kind of shut up. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. Listen to me. You guys have been great. You guys have been the best. Thank you for being here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay? We'll be here tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. We'll see you then. Thank you for being here. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. Later.